Hey there, bats and ghouls, and welcome to the Halloween episode of Night of the Living History. Um, in this episode, I'm going to be discussing the history of Samhain, which is the ancient Celtic festival in which Halloween has some of its deepest roots. So let's go ahead and jump in and get started. Let's get spooky. Happy Halloween, everybody. I felt that this episode should discuss the festival in which Halloween shares its deepest roots, as I stated before, the Celtic festival known as Samhain. Um, This festival takes place typically between the fall equinox and winter solstice. Um, It has a lot of pagan um, ritual kind of roots. Uh, The festivities began uh, when the harvest was complete, when Druids, um, a Druid is a type of religion in Celtic culture, Um, Many people would say that they are magic doers um, or magicians, um, but it is, uh, I I would hate to refer to it that way, it is an actual religion. Uh, But the people who practice this religion um, often have a deeper connection with the spiritual world and uh, practice many types of holistic medicines. Um, Druids would celebrate by lighting a community born fire. Um, This is also where we get the word bonfire today. Um, they would all often place an animal sacrifice in this fire. Uh, celebrants would then uh, light a torch from this fire and carry it back to their homes to light their own hearths. Uh, the Celts believed that the spirit world was best reached at this time, uh, as the barrier between the spirit realm and our living realm was most um, able to be breached. They would prepare offerings to fairies and creatures at this time so that these creatures would not be tempted to kidnap them. They would also dress as animals to keep themselves safe. Tricks were also often blamed uh, on fairies during this time period. Um, Some monsters that were associated specifically with Samhain include a shapeshifter called a puka. Um, Also, the Lady Gwyn was a headless woman in a white dress, often accompanied by a black pig who would chase those who wandered at night. Um, in Ireland and Scotland, uh, some practiced uh, some, something called mumming. Mumming is when you would go door to door wearing a costume and you would sing a song to the dead. People would pay you uh, for coming to their door dressed up and singing by giving you a cake or a soul cake. This is uh, kind of where we get our tradition of trick-or-treating. In the Middle Ages, bonfires were a little bit more personal and were meant to protect families from fairies and witches. During this time period, we also see the emergence of the legend of Stingy Jack. Um, This will become a lot more familiar to you guys in just a second here. Um, According to the story, a man named Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. Uh, Jack was known for being stingy and for being kind of a trickster, and he did not want to pay for his drink, so he convinced the devil to turn into a coin to pay for their drinks. Once the devil had turned himself into a coin, Jack put the coin in his pocket next to a silver cross and decided to keep it. He would not allow the devil to turn back um, until the devil promised not to bother him for an entire year. If within that year Jack were to die, the devil could also not take his soul. Why the devil would agree to this kind of arrangements? Who knows? But apparently he did, um, and Jack allowed him to turn back. The next year came and Jack uh, convinced the devil to climb up a tree to get some fruit. Um, As the devil went up the tree, Jack carved a cross into the bottom and the devil could not come back down. So Jack made him promise not to bother him for another 10 years. 
Um, and once the devil agreed, he went ahead and carved out the cross from the tree and allowed him to climb back down. However, before the 10 years was up, Jack died. When he got to, uh, when he ended up before God, God was very disappointed in his greedy and trickster ways and would not allow him into heaven. The devil, um, because of their arrangement, also could not allow him back into hell and was furious with Jack and his tricks. So he sent Jack away into the night with only a burning coal to light his way. Without having a place for his soul to go, Jack placed the coal into a carved out turnip and now wanders the earth. His ghost has become known as Jack of the Lantern, also known as Jack-o'-lantern. People began over the years making their own lanterns to frighten away stingy Jack or other spirits. They used everything from turnips and large beets until pumpkins were found to be the best form of jack-o'-lanterns. Another tradition known as Dumb Supper began. Uh, During the celebration, food was enjoyed only after inviting the dead to join as well. Children were encouraged to play games to entertain the dead. Doors and windows would be left open to ensure the dead felt welcome to enter their homes. Eventually, October 31st became known as All Hallows' Eve and over time, Halloween. Many traditional pagan practices were continued until uh, Irish immigrants brought their traditions over to America in the 19th century. Um, There are also a lot of other cultures who have uh, similar kind of celebrations. I don't want to lump in a lot of those celebrations with Halloween because it is considered offensive to many, um, such as the uh, festival, uh, or not the festival, but the celebration of Dia de los Muertos in Mexico. Um, It's not so much... The way that I would say it was similar is that they celebrate um, their loved ones um, and they also wear masks and paint their faces, but it's for different reasons. Um, And I think there are a couple of other traditions in other countries as well, but I just wanted to really talk about those Celtic traditions um, and kind of give you guys some background into Halloween. Um, I have yet to find a history book about the history of Halloween. Um, If any of you uh, know of any or have heard of any, please feel free to message me on the Instagram page for Night of Living History, um, as I haven't been able to find any, and I desperately would like to read one. Um, My goal is eventually to write one myself since I can't find one. Um, But until then, if you find something in the meantime, I'd absolutely love to read it. So go ahead and leave that there. Um, And places to visit. There's so many Halloween festivals. I don't even have to tell you guys that because I'm sure if you're already listening to this show, you're just as much of a Halloween fanatic as I am. And you know that there are millions of places, not just in the United States, but Scotland has a ton of Samhain festivals. Um, There's festivals that are practiced all over the world that you can go and check out. Um, I would encourage you to kind of do some research, look into how other countries celebrate, um, just to kind of get some perspective, see if there's something cool that sparks your interest and check it out. Um, Well, you guys, happy Halloween. I hope you guys do something cool and spooky. Maybe stay and watch some horror movies. Those of you who have kids are going trick-or-treating. I hope you guys stay safe. Have fun. Um, Enjoy your candy. Please check your candy. Um, To quote the trick-or-treat movie, always check your candy. Um, And that's basically all I have for you guys. Uh, There's plenty of spooky movies out there. I don't feel like I have to list that. Happy Halloween and happy All Hallows Eve. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and stay spooky.